Welcome, 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 welcome to the Back Porch Conjure, and I am E5 Bayo. First of all, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Get you something to drink, something cold, something hot, shit, tea, coffee, juice, water. Hell, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Get you a seat, copper squat, sit down. Grab a pillow. Shit, sit right here on the stoop. Don't matter. We've had one hell of a year, my people. One hell of a year. We have seen the most horrific and we have seen the most beautiful. We have learned about ourselves. We've learned how others truly feel. We've become emotional. Man, we have we have witnessed a whole bunch of shit. We have. 2022 did not come to play. I'm going to be honest. Didn't come to play. Didn't come to just say, hey, I'm here. No. We, we learned a lot. We saw a lot. We understood. Man, I don't know about y'all, but I seen more spiritual people 
than I ever could imagine. Both good and bad. We've seen the scammers. <laughs> the motherfuckers that come and milk people of thousands of dollars. We've seen random act of kindnesses. People stepping out of their way to help. We've seen some ugliness. And we saw so much death and murder and crimes that you say, why? Why? We've seen children and adults lose their soul over likes, posting, clout chasing at its highest. We've seen frauds. We've learned that everything ain't what it is on social media. For real. We've also witnessed when folks destroy women, not to color, women in general. How the backlash is horrific. We've also seen the loudest person in the room sometimes can be the most weakest. We've understood how people can get offended. We've learned about cancel culture. Man, we learned a lot over this year, this one year that folks took 20, 30 years to learn. <laughs> we learned it in one year. Most of us learned it in a day. We watched a billionaire go down and lose all his money. We've seen, we've seen some things. And it makes you grateful just to say, I witnessed it. I dodged it. I was a part of it. Uh, I'm sorry. We, we witnessed a lot, but it makes you say, sometimes not being invited and not being a part of that, whew, but just because you won the battle don't mean you won the war. Let me say that again. Just because you got the victory on the battle don't mean that you won the war. Black folks are still treated horrible. We see how a rich man gave the world his ass to kiss and then turned around and come right back to run for president again. <laughs> We've seen how hard it is for people to give up a title or to move on to the next level and just giving up. I remember one time I was at a, an event and these elders were speaking. And this young person got up because they asked, you know, who wanted to talk. And the young person said, you know, it's really sad because y'all older, your elders, y'all taught us. Y'all showed us what we need to do. You gave us the tools so we can move forward. The only thing is y'all don't want to move. Y'all want to sit there and micromanage us. And then we're going to rebel because we're going to get aggravated because how you know what you taught me works if you don't move out the way and allow me to do 
what I was called to do. But you have some elders, and I'm not talking all, some, because they never had a title. And when they first get it, they don't want to move on. Not knowing that the next level is the best level. But they don't want that. They want to sit there and be a part. Like I see older women, and especially my age, right? And 60 and up, where you will be like, hey, <laughs> where you going, girl? I'm going to the club. That club right there with all those 20 years? I got to show them how to do it. Why? Why? You did it already. Why are you going back? Who do you, what do you, who, who do you need to validate you? Oh, girl, uh-uh, I got to show these girls. Why? We already showed them. Why are we going back? Let's go over here, girl. Let's go and cruise it. Let's go and have some fun. Let's go play some shuffleboard. No, uh-uh, because they didn't get a chance to live their life. Listen, <laughs> Two people told me the best advice in the world besides Uncle Tim, right? Two women. When I had my kids at a young age, they said, don't, forgive, don't forget to live your life. Enjoy every moment of your life. Go and do something. Man, I would go everywhere. I would be every fucking where, everywhere. And I would just go have fun. Even if I couldn't travel out of the state, I'd be in different boroughs having fun. Going to meet people, having fun. Not some sexual shit. No, just chilling. Just having fun. Listening to music, going to parties. Just chilling. Getting on the train, taking a cab. However we getting there. Driving, however we getting there. Now, mind you, I wasn't the type of person, real talk. I didn't care. And most people I see and I be like, damn. See, when I was young, I didn't care when people go, ah, oh, man, you a punk. Why you ain't getting in? First of all, your car is full of drugs. And I'm not, bitch, I'm not going to jail for you. I'm going to jail for something I did, not for you. I don't do that co-defending shit. I did that one time, and nah, no, I'm good. So when people I know that they had drugs and all that in their car, I'd be like, nah, man, I'm taking the train. Ah, oh, you stupid. I'm getting in the car. Bye. See you later. And what happens? Nine times out of ten, and when I tell you nine times, nine times out of ten, when I get there, I'll be like, yo, what's such and such? They was driving, they ain't gear. Yo, they got pulled over. Now they all sitting in jail. Nah. See, I wasn't that girl. I don't care how bad you beg or be like, yo, fuck that bitch. I don't care. Okay. And, nigga, I'm free. I'm getting on the train. Nobody couldn't peer pressure me to do anything I didn't want to do. And I also knew. Yo, I don't give a fuck how you thought it. I don't care. I, did, I never cared when I was young like that. I didn't care. I never, I didn't care if I fit in or not. That shit never bothered me. Because I learned a long time ago. I got jumped. Here it is. These are all my friends. We in the bathroom in ISA. ISA, we in the bathroom. I just got an ISA. I was a freshman. Seventh grade. We all in there. My mom said, just did my hair. You know, my hair was long. My mom did my hair. She had um, pressed it, right? Because I didn't want no relaxer. So she had pressed it. I had it hanging. And normally time, I just put it in a ponytail. But I had it hanging, right? So we all in there. I had my Adidas on, shell top, white on white. And my jeans, my Devil Springs. If y'all know, y'all know. My poncho. You know what I'm saying? And I'm chilling. And it's the first day of school, right? Well, that first week. Let me not lie. It was the first week. 
I'm standing there with all my homegirls in the projects. You know, I'm standing in there. When Tanya Sammons and all of them walked in, man, my friends left. The only one that stood next to me was Gina. And I love her for that. Baby wise sister, Gina. I mean, not Gina, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Constance. Real tall. Constance. Short. Dark skin girl. Beautiful. She didn't even know me like that. And Constance stood in there and was like, nah, shorty, nah, nah, y'all ain't gonna do this. My friends left. So I learned right then and there, y'all, I don't need to sign up for nobody. I don't give a fuck how you feel. I know how I am. Nah, no, no. Because see, every time those people went to jail, they never, the person that really had the drugs, never take the charge. So that shit winds up getting divided where everybody's getting hit. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Because, nigga, if it's your gun or your your drugs, you ain't going to say it's yours. And I can't go in there saying, yo, it's not mine, it's his. Because now I'm known as a snitch. Nah, let me eliminate that. So I ain't going. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. And I've always been that way. I, I don't care. I have friends that would be like, oh, you pussy, fuck that. I'm talking about arguing. We fighting the whole nine. Like, bitch, I'm not going. Nah, you could go. Oh, my God, you don't never want to do nothing. Not when it's the course of my freedom. Nah. If I know, nah, man, I ain't going. Nah, you good. You go ahead. And people would get mad. And then when they go and stand in front of that judge, and I'll be standing there, and they be like, man, I should have listened. I, I don't give a fuck about being popular. <laughs> it never bothered me. I don't care. I'm going to do my thing over here. Nah, because see, back then when I was coming up, you go to jail, nigga, out of sight, out of mind. Motherfuckers ain't looking for you. You in jail. And the first thing they gonna say is, that nigga stupid or she stupid. Why she get in the car? Yeah, why? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not that ride or die. Nah, especially if you haven't shown that to me. Nah, I'm I'm not that thirsty on anything. I'm I'm never that thirsty. Never. It never belongs to God. It don't belong to man. So I know I'm not thirsty like that. Nah. Mm -mm. So, like I said, coming up, you know, I mean, we, we saw a lot of, we saw a lot of people make so many mistakes and how their freedom and their life was changed by a choice, a decision. And 2020, let us know. There's, there, for every action, there's a reaction. And for every decision, there's a consequence. There, there's something you're going to pay for. Be it good, bad, or indifferent. You're still going to pay for it. Shit, you might as well, like T.S. Madison said, everybody working going to get paid, no matter what the job is. Whether you're being messy, a troll, being good, being positive, whatever it is, you're going to get paid for it. Good, bad, or indifferent. I've seen... People torment people, drag people on, on social media. And the first thing I ask is, well, damn, what they do? Oh, well, they said this and this. Why, why, why is it your concern? Why? I, I let everyone know. I don't get involved in relationship problems or drama. If you have problems with your man and you ain't doing anything to correct it, then you must love it. And don't hit me with, some people just don't know. You know red means stop, green means go. Stop, 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 stop. Because most people after a while, when they still here trying to change the person, it's more of ego. I don't want her to have them, so I'm going to keep them. 
Well, you can. I, fuck, I don't want to put on dirty clothes. I ain't sitting around with dirty laundry. You do that. Okay, whatever works for you. But I'm not going to get involved. I just had that argument with my daughter. I'm like, yo, why are you getting involved? If the person ain't asked for your help or they ain't saying, or you ain't seeing them getting physically abused, then why? They still with them. Why are you worrying about them? I told you, man, I lost a good friend. I lost a good friend. Mars, she ain't here no more. She decided to leave her husband. She had her friend and, his, and her husband go and help her move. Her husband walked behind them and blew all their brains out. Nah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not. No, because how it plays out is it's never a good ending. Get the help first and I'll come in. But I, I got to see you get the help first. I got to see you make that decision to walk away and stay away. You got to want better for you. The same way, man, I used to jump at the jump. For people. And I learned this in 2022. And I'm 50 something years old. And yo. I would jump and help people. And man give more than what they even. Attempt to give. I would give people platforms. And man help them sell their shit. If they came in with. Guarantee you. If people came in with. A hundred followers. When they left me, they was at a thousand and better. Man, if they didn't have nobody, I was making sure I was sitting there going for the cause. And not one time did they say, fuck the thank you. Did they share my shit or speak on me? Nah. So guess what I did? I backed off. I need you to be consistent. Not for a day or two days, a month or two months. Nah, I need that year. I sit back and watch you for a year. Then I'll start supporting you and, and rallying and all that. But nah, because see, I need to see consistency. I need to see that hard work. I need to see that discipline. If I don't see that, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to rally with you. You want me to do more for your shit than you doing, but you're going to accept all the prizes and the money and the accolades and all that. Nah, baby, we don't do that. Not no more. Mm-mm. I need to see a year. A year, one year, I need you to see what you're doing. If you're not doing it, nah. And those wishy-washy people, those are the ones. I had a, a person come to me and was like, real talk. Oh, I want you to be my godmother. I said, yeah, yeah, you know, because I would, I would jump at that at first and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I also went and, well, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. They turned and was like, I want you to be my godmother too. Oh, no, I want you to be my god. Was it hurtful? Eh, the first time I ever heard it, yeah, it did. Not even going to lie. I was like, damn. But then I also knew that this person wasn't, didn't want to learn. They didn't want to learn about the religion. They didn't want to put that work in. They wanted to jump on somebody's coattail and ride that wave. Until they get the likes, the acknowledgement. They ain't got to know nothing about the religion. All they want to know is, I got this. I, I, this is what I got. Not, not helping nobody for power. For when they meet a dude to say, oh, you know, I'm initiated. I'm the daughter of. And they be like, oh, for real? Tell me about that. Yeah, you know, because I can, I can make all of this and all of that. And on the outside... They look like they got money, money. 
But in reality, they robbing Peter to pay Paul. And see, I'm sitting there jumping. But then I had to sit back. And for three years, three years, three whole years, I watched this person jump all over the place. Just for them to come back and be like, you know, I'm ready. I said, I'm going to give you a minute before you come over here. I need to see consistency. They couldn't hold tight. So I moved on. I didn't hold it against them because in order for you to want better, you got to do better. In order, you got to change the narrative. You got to change your way of thinking. You got to start brushing all that stuff off. What are you, what are you looking for? In spirituality, what are you looking for? Because it's not going to make you rich. Trust me on that. Man, the, the number one thing I saw. <laughs> because when you knew you want to change the world. I get that. I was like that. I was like that five, six, six years ago. I wanted to change the world. Oh, my God. I wanted to sit there and help people, get on people, and tell them what they got to do. Ah, but it was the eldest. It was like, she knew. She'll see. She'll see. And knowing her, because she all over the place, she going to see earlier. I sure did. They didn't lie. But I, I did. I wanted to change the world. I wanted to make it better. I wanted to, you know, oh, man, I'm, I'm running out here. And I ran right into a brick wall. And I also learned the same people that I'm trying to rally up and make the world a better place was the first ones that threw my ass under the bus, that dragged me, that talked about me, that made posts about me, all of that. I said, wow. And then I had to learn, you got to have thick skin. I learned all this shit. In a process, the whole thing, in a five-year stint. But... The last two years, man, I had to learn that you got to have thick skin. You got to know what the fuck you talking about and stand on it. Even if the whole room is against you, you got to believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that, yo, you came here to do whatever and you can't allow no obstacles, no trolls, no naysayers, none of that to stop you. You got to know that you always got to bring your A game. And you got to be authentic. Man, when I started really getting to know these people, these people that you assume got it all. Oh, wow, they make money from, from uh, you know, being spiritualists and all of that. The only one that I can stand on and say, yo, she retired because she put the work in is Dorothy Morrison. She put that work in. She, when I was sitting there listening to her, I was like, damn. And yeah, I fact checked because, you know, well, yeah, I love the story. But she was right. Man, they went, they had to go. They did their own tours. They had to go to different hotels to stay where they had to cut the course. They wasn't sitting there trying to act like, yo, we got all this money. Nah, they was sitting there, budget hotels, all of that. Her husband was home holding it down, but he had a career. She was like, yo, I'm going to do this. And he supported her. But it was times when she went places, she was like, yo, I put that work in. She put in her work. She traveled. She did all that. She wrote books. She sat down. She wrote calendars, all of that. She sat down and perfected her craft and invested back in her. And she put that fucking work in. Now she retired. 
I said, wait, you can retire? She said, yeah, when you put that work in, yeah. She said, yeah. I said, okay. And I sat there and listened. Listen, the one thing I also learned <laughs> when they invite you in the room, most people, see, we was all invited in the room. And that I give respect to. But I took that gym from 50 Cent a long time ago. When you get invited in the room, I'm not worrying about how the room looked, the glitz and glitter. Nah, I'm sitting there taking notes from the motherfuckers that paved the way. I was in there taking notes. Oh, this is how you act? Okay, this is what you do? All right, these are things you say? All right, all right. So we put this the formula. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was in there learning, learning. And then when I got home, flipped it. Did it all to fit me. And how can? And if it didn't help me, then I put it to the side for later. Oh, I didn't throw those gems away because I knew if I didn't need it now, I need it on that next level. And I sat there and I learned. I, when I walked in the room, even in my godmother in them house, when I walked in the room, I sat on the floor. She used to be like, no, mm -mm. I'm sitting here because I'm listening. I didn't be like a lot of people when they would, oh, yeah, me too, because yeah, the elders. When they think that you sitting here trying to tell them what to do and they've been doing it longer, they going to stop. Shit, I ain't say nothing. I greeted everybody and sat there with my head in my hands like listening. Hey, writing notes, videoing it, if they allowed me. And mental notes, What? Man, I've learned some great lessons just from listening. I ain't coming here to try to be their equal. And I don't care if I was older than them in age-wise. But spirituality, nah, they had me. Years. And I sat down and listened. I remember it was some elders in the room. And when I walked in another Centennial house, I was like, you know, I want to go and greet you. Um... Arisha, <laughs> they turned to look, was like, why you got to go? We've been sitting here. We ain't even do that. I was like, but ain't that what y'all taught me? <laughs> oh, well, come on. And I'm like, but didn't y'all teach me that? So you do, back to the original. People don't want to give up titles. They don't want to go to that next level. They want to sit at the table forever. But you're taking the spot for someone else. See, I don't sit and judge or critique anybody. Yo, trial and error. I did. I had to go through trial and error. But I also know that, and I put this, this post up this morning, that I also know that people are going to critique you. They're going to criticize you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to do all of that. And sometimes it's good if it comes from a place of love. It's good because it's going to save your life. It's going to help you to do better. See, when you know better, you do better. And I get that. And I, I appreciate that. But if it ain't coming from a place of love and it's coming from a place of jealousy, resentment, you're trying to get back at me, you're trying to embarrass me, all of that, I'm not paying attention to you. Because, see, unlike you, I ain't trying to fold. And that's what I be trying to instill in people. Like, yo, you gonna, you opening yourself up to social media. You going to get some backlash. Everybody's not going to sign up for whatever you say. I made a post, which is true, right? It's a sister that I relate to, right? You know what I'm saying? Where it comes to conjure and root work, southern wise. I can only speak for the South. 
and what I was taught. That's the only thing I could speak for. I can't speak for any place else because I haven't been any place else when it comes to that. I wasn't raised that way. Now I've traveled. I got a passport. Don't get it twisted. But I didn't come from an upbringing of that. I don't know how they do in DR. I don't know how they do in Puerto Rico. I know how they do in Haiti because when I went over there, they explained it to me. But I don't know those other places. I know how the South is. When you walk into someone's house and you walk backwards, they're going to throw your ass out and they're going to put some salt on the floor. They get up and they clean their steps with their morning piss to move things away. When they get up, they and something is unruly or unresting in their house, they're going to ball cinnamon and some other things to make sure that whatever's there said a common, peaceful thing. I understand what red brick dust is, but we're not just going to break some brick. That dust is prepared. I understand when you put a mirror to face the door. I understand that the Bible is the biggest spell book, so you need to learn it because those Psalms are some of them are door openers. I understand. I also understand that when the elders did something, it had to make sense. Because they did it to protect, to elevate, to inspire, to encourage, to motivate. They did all that. But mainly to make sure they were in good standings. Y'all seen charm and now all of a sudden, oh, we can't we can't do it for ourselves. I know you fucking lying. Who, who the first person I'ma help me? Uh, but you got to remind the ruler three. That shit is TV. They ain't got nothing to do with me, ma. That's some new age shit. I'm going to make sure my house is good. As for me and my house, how you doing? So I made a post and everybody was in my inbox. Like I'm talking about like a, a whole bunch of people. So don't get it twisted. It was one. No, it was a whole bunch. Oh, we did it like this over in DR. Oh, we do it different in Cuba. Oh, And I, I was like, yo, I respect that. But the post was made about who doing conjure. In the South, how the Southerners, how us, the black slaves, how they did it, how they passed it on. Now, they may do things different in Africa and Cuba and Brazil, all of that. And respect to that because we all are learning. We're all learning. I'm not going to say your way is wrong. I'm not going to say your way is wrong. Instead of say, wow, we do it similar or we do it different. But now you just found another way. And I'm like, wow, you know, because I always give shout out to the sister, right? Because she do. She shared some of it. I'll be like, wow, I never heard of that. But yo, my mom's in them did that. Like, yeah. Even when mama started, when she put up the mother's tongue. Yo, I was like, yo, we've been doing that. Like, my mom's in them. Like, yo, and it brings back memories of a childhood. Yeah, we all know. Let's be honest, right? Because even though it was passed down. But there's a, a story behind it all. When you cook black eyed peas rice, you clean your house for the new year, all of that. Yeah, it is tradition. And most people, they're going to say, oh, it's not going to bring you money. Y'all niggas are still broke. But it gave them the hope. See, the slaves, when they cooked all that, the pig feet, the black eyed peas, the rice, they did that. First of all, Master them didn't give that. They had leftovers. So here it is, this one time of the year where to them, it made a difference. We ate. May we continue to eat like this. May we continue to be protected. So they had to use things that they had that was ready available to them. 
I'm not going to allow anyone to take the traditions and the stories that my mother and them and my grandmother and my great-grandmother and all of them shared with us to be passed down. Yeah, you're right. Eating beans and rice and all of that don't do nothing but make you sleepy. You're right on the, on that side. But on this side, for the old people, they didn't have it. So when they did have a big bounty... They came together as a family. Yes, we gonna clean up now. If you know colored folk gonna clean. Southern people ain't playing that shit. So we gonna clean. So what it did was, and it makes sense, where we moved everything around. We got rid of some things. We repaired some things to give that fresh air, that new sense of energy to bring it in. Because we're coming in anew. We washed our floors. We washed our walls. We moved things away. We repaired it. We gave to other people. Because we wanted to bring in new. When you remove those things, you allow the universe and spirit to fill it up with something better. So you're preparing to receive the blessings. That's why they did it. Not because, oh, well, you're always going to be broken. Listen. Or poor. Poor is a mind frame. I'm not poor. I might be at a disadvantage, but I'm 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 making room for my new blessings. But here it is, you have so many everybody wanna be real oh well the slaves they didn't do it. I'm tired of slave movies and well that's you. I appreciate it. I appreciate those stories because it motivates me to move on, to know that they they started it. Now it's up to me to finish off and prepare for the next generation and the next generation. Instead of complaining, to be grateful that someone gave me a head start. Someone paved the way so I can go in and continue. So I'm grateful for that. I'm not going to sit around and be like, oh, well, you know, they ain't doing this and they ain't doing that. I ain't complaining. What the fuck you complaining for? You alive. You here. What are you going to do with the time that you have? We already seen what this world is capable of doing. We already seen that we ain't got control over shit. We seen that. We seen how people now can go to the supermarket and get shot up. How now there's always been random shootings. Okay. But now it's like certain places that you say, nah, man, you don't go over there and do that. Ain't no more. Ain't nothing sacred no more. You go in the church. Shit. You better pray before you walk in the door. Pray when you leave your house. Coming home is a blessing. You can go into the church and get shot up. You can go to a funeral and get shot up. You can go to school and get shot up. Man. So everything is a toss. And I understand why people now are paranoid and stuff like that. Look at Southwest. Ain't no, ain't no employees. <laughs> ain't no pilots. To cancel 5,000 and something flights? They know they get ready to get sued and everything else. But they took that hit to be like, yo, we ain't, what we going to do? It's either I know down the road, keep the insurance paid, or fuck it, bail out. But down the road, we going to get fucked over. But what we going to do? We can't fly these planes. We ain't got enough pilots. We ain't got enough flight attendants. We ain't got none of that. Train people. Open up the hiring process. Stop being uh, so strict on certain things. Train them. But instead, nah, 
It's always a friend of a friend of a friend, and they get him. Nah, train people. Pilots, yeah, be be really, really strict when it comes with that. That I can see, but the front desk, the tickets, all that. Listen, Spirit <laughs> Airlines give zero fucks. I always say they hire people fresh out of prison. <laughs> but they run. They run. They run. I'm like, okay, them in Frontier, they run. That's it. But Southwest, I'm like, damn. But we have seen where empires and people, a big statue, take falls, take losses. We've seen companies that we didn't ever think would close, close down no more. We've seen fallouts where people you'll say, nah, they're going to be together forever. Shit. So we've seen all that. So we know that there's no guarantees. Life Anything that you have can be here today and gone tomorrow. That's why you appreciate. So why are we complaining? Appreciate everything you have. I'm grateful for every fucking thing. I don't care what it is. I'm grateful for it. I'm forever grateful. Real talk. I'm forever grateful. When someone goes, oh my God, I heard your podcast. It's it's okay. Thank you. You heard it. Thank you. Or, yo, it's great. Thank you. I am grateful. Just for you to even take a listen, I'm grateful. For you to post me, I'm beyond grateful. You, shit, I'm Hollywood status. I'm grateful. I'm not egotistical. I don't think I'm better than nobody. Listen, I sit at the table, sit in the car, whatever. Hey, what's up? You cool with me? I'm cool with you. We walk together, we gonna ride together. That I believe. But I also know now that you got put that same work in that I'm putting in. Ain't no way in hell. I'm. It's your shit. I'm. A, you. I'm gonna work harder for you. And you ain't working harder for your own shit? Nah, we ain't doing that no more. That That's left in 2022. Because people will. People will. Yo, <laughs> let me tell y'all this story. <laughs> I was cleaning up, helping this person clean up their house, right? Let's go again. I was helping this person clean up their house. Instead of this person helping me to clean up their house, they laid across their bed like they were Queen Elizabeth. I'm sitting there like, so you going to watch me do all the work like I'm the fucking me. I know you lying. Stopped. 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 Went in there and cleaned my own shit and walked out. Like, nah, uh-uh, we not doing that. People will. People will watch you work harder for they shit and then turn around and say you ain't helped them with nothing. And you'll be like, wow. But we want to ignore those flags because we want validation. We want friends. We want everyone to like us. And the sad part is the people that we want liking us are not the ones that are supporting us. They, when you look over it, they don't help you. They're not supporting your shit. They don't subscribe to your shit. None of that. None of that. But you're looking for their validation. Why? And the people that do support you, the people that do validate you, the people that do love you and respect you, you don't, you don't, you don't pay them no attention at all. You don't, you, you too busy focused on, on, um, somebody else, which is crazy. I always tell people that, yo, that's crazy. Even when it comes to relationships, he ain't helping you. He ain't paying the bill. He ain't help you to do nothing, but you're going to bend over backwards. 
but a God that would help you, that would sit there and love you and, and let you be you, your authentic self, and love even the broken parts. We don't want them because they squares. We want those motherfuckers that ain't got a future days. It's toxic. We want that because you know why? That's the only thing we know. Because we're scared of doing better. A lot of people, not all, but mostly are scared to take that next step. I remember when I was around my friends and, you know, I had came up to New York to visit and they were like, yo, I can't be like you. Like, yo, I can't, I can't live nowhere else. And I'm like, but you enjoy living here? Like, you know, your kids, they can't even come out to play. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got to be in the house and watch the world from the outside because you don't know what's out there or they may be shooting and all of that. And they were like, yeah, no, because I'm scared. Well, I would be scared here. I'm like, yo, do you understand that when your kids got to go through a metal detector in school, they're already labeled as criminals? But if you put them in an environment where there's no metal detectors and grandma's security and she's sitting there knitting and, you know, they, they get to go and have driver's ed and, you know, learn different things and subjects and have pep rallies and, you know, they go to the mall. You can drop them off. They can go to the mall and hang out with their friends and you pick them up at a certain time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, girl, that's only in TV. No, it's not. No, it's not. But you have friends that won't even leave their borough. I remember, you know, took took one of my friends. I was like, yo, come on, I'm going to the city. Oh, my God, it's dangerous. There ain't no dangerous to be in here in Queens. So let's go. So we go. And it was like, yo, it was foreign. Like, she's looking around. I'm like, girl, you never been to the city? Like, we only on 34th Street. Like, what, what are you doing? Yo, I know my parents may have made a lot of mistakes, but the one thing, yo, I pride them on, my pops would take me everywhere. Everywhere. We'd go to the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Staten Island. Like, my pops would take me everywhere. Everywhere. And in the same token, I would take my kids everywhere. Every Saturday in the summer, Friday they'll come home. It was like ritual. Friday they'll come home. They'll go out with their friends, you know, outside and stuff. We'll sit out there. That morning, Saturday, lunches are packed. Book bags is on their back. We're walking to the train, and we going somewhere. We'd be in the village. We'd be in Brooklyn. Like, I would take them somewhere. We ain't just going to. We'd go to my sister-in-law house in the Bronx on Ogden Avenue. Like, they would go somewhere. We're not just sitting here in one borough. So I would go everywhere. But my pops would take me everywhere. We would go to my uncle's house in the Bronx, God bless the dad. Like, we would go places. And, you know, my pops, he would explain or he would tell me about Harlem or he would tell me about, you know, the Bronx or Brooklyn. And, you know, we would go places. And I'm like, yo, we would meet people. I wasn't that kid that would jump around. I wasn't that kid because my father showed me early on, you know. I would go to my grandmother's house and we'd walk down. We'd see friends. I'd stand there, you know, and they say hello. I'd be like, hello, sir. Hello, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? So he taught me early on when you go to someone's house, you wait to get invited in. You just don't go, go in the refrigerator and be sitting there popping shit. Nah, you know how to sit there. You know what I'm saying? Um... When you're going places, sitting at a table at a restaurant, you sit down. You sit down. 
you be respectable. So we were, when we were young, my pops would take us and, you know, but also he taught us how to stand up for ourselves and stuff. But my father would, he would take us all over. So I didn't have a problem with traveling. I didn't have a problem with getting on buses and trains and getting to my destination. It, I was never that person because my pops taught me. He would take me while I was five years old, where we would go to different boroughs and stuff. So when I was coming up, I never forget when I was coming up, I was maybe like in the seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade. And, you know, friends would be like, oh, I'm not going. I'd be like, yo, I'm out. I'm going to Harlem. And they used to be like, oh, for real? You going to go without me? Yeah. You going to go by yourself? Yeah. Back then, when I used to go to Harlem, I used to take the E, the three, the E, the D, the one, the three. Right? I did. I just like getting on trains back then. So I would take the E, the D, the one, the three. Three right there to 145th. Walk down. Be right there. Trusting them to live on 143rd and Lennox. And I used to go there. And have fun. Used to meet mad people on the train coming into Harlem. Talk to everybody. Like, yo. And sometimes Ty and them would give us drives. You know what I'm saying? When Ty be like, yo, you going to Harlem today? I'd be like, yeah. Be like, yo, I'm driving out there. You be ready at 2 o'clock. All right, player. <laughs> I'll be ready. Like, yo, we getting a free ride. I ain't mad. Sometimes he'll stop on that diner. Before you get on that <laughs> that bridge, we'll stop at the diner get something to eat. And then he'll be like, yo, come on. Yo, y'all ready? Hell yeah, yeah, nigga. <laughs> you dropping emptiness? Let's go. So I, I didn't have a problem with that. But I knew Todd was a good guy. I knew he didn't have drugs or nothing in his car. So whenever he would, I'd be like, yo, yeah. And then I remember when I started making money, I used to be like, yo, here, here's some gas money. You want something? He used to be like, nah, I don't want it. I'm good. I used to be like, you sure? He'd be like, yeah, Don, I'm good. I'm good. I, oh, okay. But I used to offer. So, because he used to drive us, you know, whenever we was in Queens and he'd be like, yo, y'all going to Harlem today? Yeah. So sometimes he'd take us. And I'm like, yo, gas money and all that. So I've always been like that too. But when you have people that want to follow. So, I, like I said, I remember when Ty, right? Key uh, experiences of my life. Ty. Ty was a good guy. Ty lived down the block from us, right? Ty was the only black dude I ever knew that had a monkey. Never knew a black nigga that had a monkey at all. But Ty had a monkey. I used to be like, yo, this nigga got a monkey. Like, for real, for real. A real monkey. Like, nigga, you're black. But... You know, it was mind-blowing, but I was happy I met him, right? But Ty used to live down the block. Ty was a cool guy. You know, you always seen him blasting his music and stuff. He kind of looked like Teddy Riley and all of them, right? So, but Ty was a real genie from Harlem, but he, his mom in the mood of Queens. So, you know, Ty was cool. When he would, like I said, when he would be like, he would ask you, are you going to Harlem today? If I was going, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going. So... This is where people want validation. People want to jump on. People want to, you know, be so popular or whatever. So I remember, you know, Ty used to always hang with everybody down in the projects and stuff like that because everybody knew him. He was that guy. He was cool. So I remember Karen Curry and all of them would sit there. She'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, because Ty, he going to take us. He would drive them up and down the block. And I'd be like, I'm not a up and down the block type of chick. If we driving somewhere, we going outside of this fucking borough. Like, yo. So, I remember when she used to be like, and it, when people don't know your life, they are quick to make up a story. So, I remember when she was like, oh yeah, you and Ty, I'll be riding to the hotel. No. Like, why? Why are we going to the hotel? 
Oh, because you be in his car. Okay, you be in his car. Everybody be in his car if he, you know, trusts you and he want to give you a ride. Okay. Yeah, but what, what y'all be doing? Well, you just said we be at the hotel, so stick with that story because you, you don't know what we be doing. And respect the time that he was that dude. He never told nobody's business. So I'm grateful for that. I am. You know, but she would sit there and make up these fucking stories. Oh, when you see her in the car, she go in the hotel. What? So I remember it was one year. We was all outside. We was in the park, 40 Park. And Karen almost sitting out there. And she was like, yeah, y'all be going to the hotel. Yo, it was Keisha Rooney that was like, no, we don't go to the hotel, you crazy heifer. And she was like, what? And she was like, yo, we don't. Like, yo, you stupid. Like, yo, you you retarded. Like, we're all in there. Yo, and I'm like, Keisha, let it go. So I, like, got up and walked away. Real talk. I got up and walked away. And, because it was, it was, like, useless. And, um, she was like, y'all do. I be seeing y'all. Somebody told me. Everybody told you that. Nobody. So when Todd pulled up, we all got in the car because, you know, he had asked us. It was Saturday. He had asked us, yo, y'all want to ride? We was like, yeah. So we all got in the car. Now, mind you, it's Todd the driver. It's me, Keisha Carroll. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Teresa was with us. So we all in the car. What hotel we going to, Mom? I mean, yeah, in this day and age, it would have been a, a free fall. But back then, what, what hotel we going to? And she was so livid because, you know, Ty speaks. Like, yo, what's up? What's up, Gary? Oh, what's up, Gary's? What's up? She was like, oh, wow, you foul. You foul. Where you taking them? Why? But, Ma, you just made up a whole story. Ah, oh, you got to do better. But, see, I wasn't that person that would argue with someone. Whatever you got, believe that shit. Because you, you, I already know you don't know the truth. I already know you don't know the whole story. So that goes back to got to be mindful. Majority of those people that's popping shit, that's talking about you, they don't know what's going on. Even if they do, they still don't know the full story. There's always a reason or, or a method to your madness. They don't know that. They trying to find out. So if they don't know your life, people will make up stories. So you still got to stand tall. And we learned that in 2022. When people have made up crazy stories on people to hear people, even, yo, we all going to have a bad day. I was reading this morning that Life Jennings said he don't want to make music no more. Another one. And I'm like, because he had a bad review. Roddy Rich said the same thing. He had a bad review. We're not always going to have good reviews. The first time I did my journal, what? I had people in my inbox, oh, this shit is trash, you know, why? But then I went on their page, they didn't have no nothing, nothing, not a, not a, not a, they never wrote anything, they never did none of that. And I'm like, why? But you're going to have critics. You're going to have people that's going to say, no, that's wrong. No, that's fucked up. Oh, that's stupid. I don't like her. 
That's great. I'm not here for everyone to like. I'm not here for everyone to say, oh, wow, you make the great content or your journals are amazing or your book is going to be beautiful. No, I'm not worried about those people because nine times out of 10, and it's usually 10 times out of 10, they don't support you anyway. They don't have nothing else going on in their life. They don't know anything to do with themselves. So they see you, they see the light that you have and they want to fuck with you. Now it's up to you. Do not sit there and make goals, oh, I'm going to chase the bag. Because once you get the bag, now you want to listen to these motherfuckers. And when it's time for you to move to the next level, you stuck. Oh, no, because somebody said, I, listen, I was there. I had so many ideas and all the things I wanted to do. And <clears throat> these people was in my inbox telling me, oh, you know, your journals are messed up and they're not positioned the right way. They're not marginalized, you know. Oh, it's horrible. And they would go around and tell everyone. I mean, they were dogging me out. And I, I sat there and read the comments. I saw the people that I held dearly sit there and dog me out. How they said my lives were stupid. My wigs were dumb. I'm dumb. I don't know what I'm talking about. All of that. And I really was like in a dark place. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I was in a dark place. I didn't want to do no more uh, podcasts. I didn't want to do no more nothing at all. I didn't. And my daughter and I was like, Ma, won't you leave Facebook for a little while and go and find another venue? I went on TikTok. I went on Instagram. I was on YouTube. Like, you know, and I'm like, wow. And then I started going to these people pages like, Yo, they didn't have followings. They didn't have followers. I'm like, I got 15,000 followers. I got 50,000 followers. These people ain't even got 1,000. They ain't even got 3,000. Why am I worrying about them? But I had to first get myself out of there mentally. I had to remind myself, why did I get into this? I had to also know that I'm opening myself up to the world. Of course, I'm going to get criticized. Of course, I'm going to be talked about. So why am I worrying about these people? Then... The same people that was, I, I went and, you know, because you, you want to know as sometimes, because we are human until we get to that place, you want to know, like, why are they saying this? But then I, I started watching 50 Cent and I started being around other people and started, you know, talking to other people. And I'm like, why do I care what they think? They, they're not putting out anything. They're sitting here just blowing smoke up people's ass. Then when I started seeing, like, yo, that ain't even your house. You renting an apartment or an Airbnb, the front like this. Yours. Yo, you can't even go into a restaurant. Like, yo, you holding somebody else's car or you house-sitting for somebody. Nigga, you homeless. Like, wow. I'm not that person to fake it that I make it. To where someone said to me, yo, D. You really doing it. Like, yo, you really out here. You're really, like, talking about shit that motherfuckers want to relate to. Man, stop comparing yourself and worrying about what those people say. Fuck those people. Guess what? They're going to fold the first time pressure hit them. You ain't fold, nigga. Like, yo, keep going. And I'm like, wow. And at one time, you do. You need that encouragement. You need to know, like, damn, am I doing something right? You're going to question it. You're going to have those moments. If anybody tell you they don't, they lying. Yo, I did. I had those moments. And I'm like, yo. But then I had to 
Also, look, why am I looking for acceptance from these people? That's why I say your shadow work is real. Why am I looking at these people? Why would they saying affect me so bad? Oh, because when I was younger, you know what I'm saying? That little girl that needed to be saved. I need to save her. I need to work on healing on her. I need to make sure she's good. So now I can move forward. Yeah, I had to go backwards. I had to go to the dark place, places where I didn't even want to revisit of, you know, being touched and all of that. I had to go there. I had to go there. I had to go and see the the examples I had for, yo, relationships, marriages. I had to see. I had to face my own shit. And I'm grateful that I did. Every day of my life, I'm grateful. I had to make sure that the examples that my ancestors and my grandmother, mother, and all of them left, that I can follow suit or I can change and be the change and be consistent to say, yo, I get it out the man. Listen, I come from a, a, a family where it was either fight or flight. And we'll take care of man no matter how fucked up he is. We're going to take care of him. He'll treat us wrong, all that. But you know why? Because... We were ignoring the things that we needed to heal. And we wanted to be Captain Sabo and save someone else. But ignoring our thing. But then at the end, we're going to complain about it. I wanted to change all of that. All of that. But I had to first face it. And then heal it. How you call yourself a healer if you can't heal yourself and the family that you have, that you're a part of? You can't ignore it. Because it's going to show up. So I had to do that. In 2022 was a lesson that I'm grateful I learned and took the time and did that. So, Happy New Year. And may 2023 be a blessing, a healing, a lesson, all of that to you. And, yeah, I understand the ancestors and all that. They did their thing their way. And it's up to us to change the game and heal. And, you know, when you know better, you do better, all of that. But don't forget history. Because we don't want to repeat it. We're tired of going through the same shit. We acknowledge it. We appreciate it. And we learn from it. That was it. To learn from it. And do better. Because see, when you know better, you do better. So don't ignore it. Accept it. And learn from it. And do better. And make better choices. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all every single day and everyone that's listening to this podcast. Thank you. We got better stories, better everything. And we'll still be back on Mondays and Wednesdays. So this way, you know, grow with me. Grow with me as I grow with y'all. I see y'all. I see y'all. And I'm grateful for it. And I appreciate each and every one of you. But one thing I'm not going to change. Wipe your door down. Wipe your door down today. Wipe it down. Get some Florida water, some sea salt water, whatever water you feel, and wipe your door down. Wipe your door down. That's something that I was raised with and I'm going to continue with. Wipe your door down. Okay? I love you. Stay peace, stay beautiful, self-love, all of that. And catch me tonight, because I'm doing live readings. Y'all know it's New Year's. Catch me tonight. How you doing?